0: Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Betches. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches.
1: Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm K York City. I'm that Gary Bradshaw and I'm Jared Freed and we are
2: back with an honestly anticlimactic episode of The Bachelorette. This was I just want to know why there's no drama between the guys like there's really not any drama except like a few little things here and there.
3: They like each other.
1: I hate it. They like each other, but it's like, yeah, I agree. I'm like no one's gonna everyone's like there's a couple of crazies obviously but for the most part i feel like it's a pretty logical group of men and i'm like hello can somebody be mad about this
3: and she's logical too i mean she's like so direct you know there's no games being played by her and i think it's it's tough to notice when the main lead is playing games but like now looking back at katie's season like Hers kind of—I I, mean—I hate to keep doing this because I like Katie as a person. I, know. But, I mean, it just—you look back on her season, you're like, she was in on that stuff too. Like oh, yeah. she was yeah. playing the games. She was, she was courting drama. It seems that Michelle just is like—I mean, Michelle takes care of things right away. There's no, you know, even t- like tonight's episode, we're going to get to it, but she had a right to be mad. But that's a very difficult thing to be mad at. Like, Mm -hmm. like it is so difficult to be like, nobody's pursuing me enough. Like you can sound like a true asshole. And she handled it like pitch perfectly, you know, like and she in, but it it could be a bad look. Sometimes a good complaint can be a bad look and she handled it really well. So even in that scenario, that didn't get turned into drama and it could have. No, I know.
2: And I'm like, well, damn, I guess we're just going to be like have like a normal like the most normal season ever which uh fine I guess (laughs) I guess you're gonna find love and uh all the guys are gonna like each other even more after the show and another round of romance
3: yeah I think there's like I mean honestly to me there's like you know I I would assume if we can see there's like four guys she could end up with so can they yeah yeah we'll see
1: maybe things will spice up i'm i'm hopeful i'm
3: sure listen i i think i think the show is still good like i i think the episodes have been interesting and funny to watch like there's stuff to make fun of there's stuff to like talk about um the chris thing was hilarious because he's just such a like his look he looks squirmy Mm -hmm. so like (laughs) you know so very punchable yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the face of someone you just don't like and he's playing correct the the, the he he, he I've cast. What is yeah, he he read the assignment. He you know, <laughs> he what, understood you know the like, assignment. <laughs> he yeah.
1: is exactly he is exactly who they dressed in those shorts at the first episode. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> like that is who he is, but let's get into it.
2: All right. Yeah. Um First, Martin drives himself into hot water when talking about his best friend, Jamie.
1: Then Michelle shows it's not always the hottest one that's the most popular at a pajama party. And
3: finally, teacher's pet Chris S. brings Michelle more drama in lieu of an apple.
2: Well, let's name that episode. Honestly, I was I named it right after like what we were just talking about earlier, the least dramatic season ever, just because I'm just waiting for it to spice up. I, I would be like totally a toxic bachelorette and want everybody to be fighting oh you don't have drama with like three different guys in the house home
1: you're Kay, going you home it would be a production's dream i dream. feel like yeah i agree <laughs>
3: yeah k would k would have so many i feel like Kay would have a cr- like six crushes the first night and then they would just exchange through the group Throughout mm-hmm. the like the the episodes, like <laughs> whatever your first night rose would be, would be like seven times away from what your last rose would be. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> um, I said, "Be seen, not heard," which I think is like a Catholic school thing to say to a student. That's why I did it, but now I'm not sure.
2: No, I mean I like it. And Jared,
3: I had uh, the teacher's pet. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I was trying
2: to think of like a teacher thing and I couldn't.
3: Well, he's like Randall from Recess. Like, it's really like (laughs) he just really rubs me wrong.
1: You know the kid who wants to be teacher's pet, but he's not that smart and not that good at school? That's the vibe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where, like, even Michelle is like, okay, yeah, cool, maybe. (laughs) And then next year, they're like, why didn't you give me, why am I not in your class? And she's like, because I don't want you in my class anymore. Um, All right, let's get into it. So we start with the one-on-one with male model Martin. Martin.
2: Martin, I was surprised that Martin got the one on one. I cannot get over his styling and accessories. Like, I feel like I feel like he,
1: he is a walking ad for Miami. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't surprised he was bad at driving. I feel like he wouldn't know how to fix a toilet. He wouldn't know how to drive a car. I am more masculine when it comes to things than than no, Martin. But
2: he would be a great he would be a great um like uh uh, background actor for like Fast and Furious, like he'd be yeah, a great... no, he's
1: yeah, he's hot. I mean, he he's definitely hot. I'll give him that. I mean, he he's. I think he's like a prof.
3: You know, Chris, what you're saying is so interesting. Like he is a professional stud almost. Yeah, like he's like he's uh, he he's really good because you could see he gets out of the car to see her at the BMW training course. And he immediately goes in, like grabs her face for a kiss. Like he reminds Love. me, uh, yeah, he he reminds me of like uh, what's the movie with Mark Wahlberg when he's like obsessed with the, like he, he's know the bad any guy. Mark, in
2: Mark Wahlberg movie.
1: I was like the oh, fighter.
3: Just, no, Mark, <laughs> this is such a deep cut. Ah, uh, it's it's like a it's it's like a thriller. It's called Fear. Oh, so Mark okay. Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg plays. Um, is, is plays this guy who ends up dating like this woman like like, it, or dates this like younger girl oh uh, Reese Witherspoon and oh. he turns into this like awful asshole dude and the dad is like worried about him at all times like like this guy is Martin has bad boy to him like he's he great at bad boy but then if you were like here's a wrench he'd be like using the wrong side of it <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Definitely that vibe. He looks like the type of person that's like, really? Your biceps were plastic surgery? <laughs> like, <laughs> and True <that's> life, also... <laughs> I, got,
3: I got calf implants. He's that guy. Yeah, he's when, that guy.
1: When he's talking about how he doesn't cry, I'm like, of course you can't cry, honey. The Botox prevents that for a few weeks. It'll get back.
2: True. I'm on my most recent round and we are tight and feeling nothing. <laughs> um, but so their date, I first of all, besides the fact that I can't get over that they he actually, she actually chose him. She actually is like really into him. And like you can tell when they go to the bathtub that's in the middle of the tires,
3: <laughs> which who set that up. It was A steel like steel drum for
1: horses to bathe in.
3: Yeah, it is a It was a literal trough
1: I was like you are expecting I would never like what the fuck Was that in the middle of a mechanics garage
2: It looks like something you would like See out in like Joshua tree at an Airbnb like something <laughs> Like
1: <laughs> Not everything needs a hot tub
2: No No we didn't need a hot tub in the middle of a, a Car repair shop but Here we are but when they were talking Like you could tell she was really into him and then the second he mentioned Jamie and like her decision on it, you saw her face like drop. I mean, the yeah, very it, second.
3: I mean, he put his foot in his mouth and yeah, I he tried rolling it back, but it's like, there's no rolling that back to me. Like the, it, it, to me, that's a dude who's down to hook up, not to like get into anything serious
1: when you do that. Like, also like there's just in no world martin and like casting shouldn't have even put martin on the show like he, that man was, is not moving to minneapolis minnesota
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know there's not enough adornment shops in minnesota to keep that guy uh you know happy yeah no
2: so he really tried to dig himself out which amazingly he did that night like she brought it back up and she was like yo listen we really need to talk about um this Jamie thing. And she was like, I feel like I was being questioned in my decision because at the end of the day, it really is like, it's about her. Like, it's not about their best friendship again. I hate that. They're all friends. Like he should be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. I want him gone. Not. I mean, he, he's eh. not a
3: deep, th- he's not a deep thinker. He no. He explained it by saying he's blunt. It's like, no, you didn't think about it. Like, like dude, you were just like, no, he's a good dude. That is like for him to say he's a good dude. When he was legit kicked off the show, that means he's not looking deeper than, well, I, you know, I met him once. He's pretty cool. You know, like, it's like, no, dude, you're not even thinking of this in a way that, like, marriage crossing his mind, like, that was to me, like, uh uh, ain't gonna happen. No.
1: Yeah, no, I think Martin, I was surprised he got a rose, to be honest.
2: I I really was. I was like, she's definitely gonna be like, no bullshit like let's get him home but he ended up somehow paddling himself out of that water and and survived
1: out of that out of that lukewarm basin water <laughs> Should we move into the first group date, the uh, homoerotic pajama party? <laughs> this was quite a study on male behavior.
2: And and honestly, I we're going back to this again, and I, I really do hate comparing Katie's season. But you guys, what were they doing with all the money? Like this, this date was really nice. They had like the whole thing decked out. More of this money, more of money was spent on this sleepover date than Katie's entire season. Like, they had I the mean, massage things. Those bears, those bears cost probably a gazillion dollars.
3: I'm waiting for Katie to have a tearful Instagram story that, like, talks about how she's gotten a lot of feedback about the money spent on this season. And you guys don't yeah. understand, there's a supply chain issue in this country, and
1: <laughs> we couldn't get the stuffed bears to, <laughs> to, to New Mexico, so please don't blame anyone <laughs> i've been thinking it might have been because katie season was probably one of the most bare season they've ever had with staff because of covid stuff so maybe mm. that's why everything seemed so rushed and not like as put together whereas now people are back to working and stuff so i feel like michelle's Crew is probably a lot bigger than Katie's crew. Like, I feel that's like that's the
3: most reasonable way to look. Yeah. It. And the There's first, yeah. Aspect.
1: And the first people to go are obviously like the lowest totem pole people who do all the little details. So I feel the PAs, like... PAs, yeah, yeah, they're
2: gone. The PAs are out. Um,
1: so maybe Michelle has PAs because also with outfits, I mean, the outfits are just to fucking die for uh, this season. Even the end, Tasha and Caitlin came out to be like, there's one rose. And Tasha looked Caitlin, like... Yes. Tasha was wearing the hottest the red fucking thing I've ever seen. I immediately... I didn't even see the rest of the episode. I was Googling the dress
3: caitlin's last outfit was like uh-uh we ain't leaving this episode without you know you know one-upping you like it was yes. just such a because she's not they, like she had some sparkle michelle but they were like literally like a triple filter on you know uh-huh. snapchat you know like,
2: yeah. <laughs> and i realized that there was a lot of commercials this episode me and my roommate like why is every i don't know if it's because i was watching on hulu or what but like Every five minutes there was a commercial, and I was like, oh, they need to pay for <laughs> Taisha's <favor-tacious> dress. <laughs>
3: they, no, th- this is the, this is, I mean, I truly believe this is, this show is like, I mean, there's so few TV shows that can have commercials that matter, and they sell the shit. This, Monday mm-hmm. Night Football, Dancing with the Stars, they're like, we like are. Like American get.
1: Idol, The Voice. Yeah.
3: The, these are the only ones that ca- that sell commercials. Like no sitcom is getting anything anymore. They're like, we are going to sell the crap. Like the idea that we had a Melissa Joan Hart twenty minute documentary commercial like a, like last season is like crazy, you know. But yeah, that's what that they're was doing.
2: Wild. I mean, we bought one with Gap, so we had a Gap yeah. commercial in there. So
1: um, we know. And also, Caitlin and Taysha are like rich now on their own regard so like even if they don't like who knows maybe they're like i'm buying this dress that i want to like i feel like they're yeah they're millionaires now so but anyway speaking of costumes we have Mm -hmm. fucking the pajama party chris s who is the most like tom cruise personality wise and And height wise wise is put in the, the risky business pajamas.
3: And then he has like his own two minute montage, which is like, I didn't need that at all. It didn't make me like him more. I didn't even crack a smile. I was literally the, the line face emoji, one line across during that whole thing. I just like, I, I have no, like, like, and they get, you know, I, 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 get um, I mean it is interesting kind of what they thought was going to be what they think the show is going to be when they get those costumes like they think they're going to be hilarious now
2: oh hilarious
3: and they're not it's their <laughs> like, big
1: break I yeah nothing makes me cringe more than things like that where people get a costume and then are like I'm the funniest person in America <laughs> I also thought that the way that They divvied up the pajam. Like, why did they put Rodney in a onesie? It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. I I I liked it. I mean, that's the. I'm like, you have like Leroy in like a hot little number, and then you have fucking Rodney in a onesie and they're like don't don't put him in the friend zone he's wearing a onesie he
2: is in the friend. he's been in the friend zone right. he was naked last week he's in a onesie this week we're it's over it's canceled we're done
3: and they also went over their handshake he's like do you remember our secret handshake it's like oh my god i've i i i am like watching myself in middle school with every girl i ever like had a crush on it's like oh. yes secret handshakes stop it i went on
2: a date recently and the guy like fist pumped me like twice Fist bump you know like twice and i was like i don't think we need to do that i mean uh, fine but it's over now
1: (laughs) but yeah, so none of the guys are like hanging out with Michelle. They're all just having fun with each other. Illumide is like, uh, "Let me put my hands behind my head and punch me as hard as you can in the stomach."
3: That and- was the funniest thing I have ever seen on the show. That was like the most real moment that's ever. Just dudes being dudes. They're just like, okay, <laughs> so let's. Ha-. And then they literally look at her. They're like, Michelle, you probably don't want to be in the punching competition. Yeah, Once can- you get out of here,
1: you can sit and- out of this one. I was like. (laughs) it's like
3: what (laughs) yeah isn't this fun (laughs) it's like you guys want to play you guys want to play madden after this and michelle you can watch you can keep score
2: and now everybody's wondering why the next bachelor well apparently there's another one after uh after clayton is not going to be from this season because like these are the guys we're dealing with. We need to get actual eligible men and not like rejects that want to punch each other in the stomach on dates. Yeah. <laughs> well, goodness.
1: it's, it's, and then they're like, let's play duck, duck, goose. Should we ask Michelle? She can join in when she feels like it. I was like, what is happening? Um, and then Michelle's needs just them to hate each other in the <laughs> worst mood. And then the Bella twins are there, um, for, to have a pillow fight which whatever Um, I thought the pillow fight was fine. Like they got aggressive as they could. They did this on Pete
2: season too with girls in like a wrestling ring.
1: Well, they did it on Pete season and
3: people got mad because it was a lingerie pillow fight. And then the next season they had naked dodgeball and everyone was like, Oh, let's see those cocks sway. And I'm like, no one gave a shit. (laughs) And then, and then they do this pillow fight with, with the bears I, first of all, the Bella Twins were, like, unnecessary. I thought Michelle, her, like, like it, I mean, it's got to suck for her where she's, like, she's at a party. No one's paying attention to her. And then they're, like, okay, and now Twins. Like, it's a Coors Light commercial. And, and yeah. you're, like, what? And, like, if I'm her, I'm, like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be you know the queen you know like i'm supposed to be i'd be pissed know, the, it's
1: kind I'd of like it, it was her birthday party and nobody was talking to her totally. i would like, be
2: the, uh, the way she kept calm when she brought all those guys in and she was like you know i just wanted to talk to you guys and it's really hard to say this and the i would be like what the fuck was that <laughs> like, why? Why, were, why was nobody? and Why was nobody talking to me? It gave me very much. Remember Claire's season when um, she went to go talk to all the guys after the group date and they were all sitting around the fire and um, nobody was like, hey, do you want to like, can I steal you for a second? And Claire had to go. Does anybody want to talk to me? Like, why does nobody want to talk to me? Like, but that's see, what that's, happened.
1: That's the bad that's way diff- to do it. Yeah. Is yeah. That- <laughs> and Claire did it in like five seconds, and but Michelle, I I would have been like, why is nobody fucking talking to me? Like, there could have been a fun way to go about this that didn't. Like you know, she could have been like, "Are you guys gonna make out, or does somebody want to come hang out with me?" Like, yeah, she didn't use humor
3: that that's the other route there's there's the claire um the k route of mm-hmm. what the fuck i am the show and then lost there's my shit. and then there's the hey um i'm going to make fun of you guys for like literally like you know you know having a teenage slumber party without me where no girls allowed and then there's the way she did it which was you know reasonable you know like i thought it was pretty good
2: how does she navigate that? Because I lit. I would. I would be seeing so much red.
3: She's used to dealing with children. Facts. They, they, because on the even on the way they walk into the place together, and she's like in this hot set. She's the queen of the sets, and mm-hmm. she is flanked by these dudes who really do look like they are her students. Like it looked like it was pajamas day <laughs> at school. You know, and and it's, it does. I mean, this also like they, you know, they say the male brain doesn't even fully form till 25. So like, you know, like there's like uh, there's explanations for these things. Like, and also like, <coughs> you know, j- you know, anyone at home who's on a dating app dealing with someone who's like a dude who's in their 20s. This is kind of how they this is the seriousness with which they take. Relationships at that age and dating and the future like if this yeah. doesn't work out I'll be cool Michelle if it doesn't work for, out for her she'll be
1: cool too but for her there's actual stakes
3: like yeah. she came here for something yeah
1: totally and then after she talks to them Illumide ironically the one who was getting punched in the stomach has the uh, biggest <laughs> biggest comeback um,
4: biggest comeback
3: yeah he has a great comeback
4: change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: We go to the one-on-one with Rick. Here's the thing about Rick. Rick gives me the ick. I want to like him. I feel like he's a good guy. There's just something about him that screams, like, I don't sleep. I get plugged into a charger at night. Like, he is, like...
2: Oh, yeah. Like, robot.
1: Very robotic. And his hair was, like, messed up a little bit. And I was, like... What happened to it? Like, like, Rick if-
3: looks like he's afraid of getting beat up for his gambling debt. Like, he looks disheveled. Like, it looks like he always just came back from a cigarette break on a tough day. Like, yes. there's something off about this dude. And they do this date, and it just kept getting sadder and sadder. He was like. Uh, right every time and listen i uh, it, it, what what happened you know he talks about his dad his dad cheating on his mom his dad you know it seems like had had depression then he passed away and it's like it just can't it his felt dad like they blaming
1: knew. him for the divorce because he because he told his mom his dad was cheating which woof that has got to be rough
2: to be rough
3: i mean when they the, when they opened those box of like letters that people sent it they were so specific and then specific to rick's life i was like okay whoever placed these letters here is an asshole like they knew <laughs> they're like i just like one of the letters is like miss your dad and then he's like and then she's like wow that's heavy and he's like you know, I miss my dad too. And you're like,
1: what? I know. And he was like, but he doesn't miss me because he didn't like me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. No wonder Rick looks like he's been on a bender for 14 years. Yeah. And then he says that he can't wait to say he loves her. And I feel like he makes it pretty far. Honestly, is the vibe. I think
2: he does too. The way she was looking at him, like she's very expressive in her face and you can tell exactly what she's thinking at all times. And when they were on that date reading those notes, I remember like him looking down and reading one of those notes and her just like watching him read it, not looking at the note, but like looking at him and she seems very into him. Actually, I don't think she'd the only guy that I feel like she's not into <laughs> is Chris. S.
3: I mean, to go back for a second, Chris S did go the, the kiss they had on the, on the uh, twister board was just like, I I, I I like can't even it was just
2: I've had better kisses on bad first dates <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
3: he's living with her
1: but you know Rick might do well in Minnesota he does have a vibe of like the lead character in Fargo who's trying to like <laughs> do whatever he can <laughs> <that>. to... <laughs> if you've seen it you know yeah he just looks like he's he's Eeyore Okay, the rose ceremony starts with little bitch boy Chris. I thought that was the most insane shit. I, like, if I had been there, I would be like, shut the fuck up, you little bitch. Like, somebody needs to swirly that dweeb.
3: Yes. It was so planned out by him,
1: too. You could tell he's
3: like, okay, so I'm going to have the drink ready. I'll get in front of it. Like, you, uh-huh. all of it was very plotted. Like, none of it was, I mean, like, nothing he's done is cool, but, like, it was just so uncool
2: strategic without actual strategy or thinking about what's going to a- happen afterwards. Yeah. Like the drink thing, hearing him say, "Here's your drink." And you could tell yeah. that he was like, "I'm going to tattletale on yeah. someone." "Here's your and- drink,
1: Miss Young." <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was such teacher's pet. And even the way peck. she responded was like, "Thank you, Chris." "Sit you down." Go "Sit down now." <laughs> like, Pass exactly. Him on his head. Exactly. It was such a cringe, and then Clayton looks like the Hulk before he turns green. Like Clayton was like, "I'm just pissed about that guy," and I was like, "Clayton does look like he could snap and fucking rip the heads off of everyone in this room." Yes, on but the... at the
2: same time, looks like too nice. Like I could actually bully him.
3: <laughs> on the I, on well, the subject of Clayton <sighs> on the subject of Clayton, I I a lot of noise online. Like when I go to like the twitter verse and you see the bachelor at hand uh hashtag everyone's doing this thing where they're like there better be a clayton date for me to like this guy do you guys get that feeling like do you feel like every episode you're just waiting for like a clayton moment like he hasn't even
1: had done anything
2: he hasn't had anything and we're like why did they pick this guy to be
1: i bet he gets to the top two
3: but no. how at that at this point? If he gets to the top two, like, I can't. He's not even in top, he, He's not my top four right now. No. Is, is he in?
1: No, but he must get pretty far.
3: I mean, he has to, but I'm. It it is interesting. Like, you know, part of this show is watching the audience, and it is so interesting how the audience is very aware of what the fuck is Clayton going to do. You know, like, when do uh-huh. I love him? And that's, like, the hardest way to be loved. Like, I, I think he's in an unwinnable position. <laughs> like, when someone's like, you're good. Like, like, has anyone, you know, Someone's just looks at you, they're like, you're going to love this person. And immediately you're like, well, I fucking hate them already. It's like, like I well, just, when? don't tell me who I'm going to love. Like, it's a, like when someone yes. tells you, like, "I oh, this joke, you're going to love this joke, you're going to love this story. You become a little bit more reserved to that story, that joke, that yeah, person. Yeah, always.
1: And then always I'm like, why would I have loved that? Why you're did you waiting it? for the moment
2: <laughs> and and of course mike fleiss um is tweeting out they haven't even announced like officially officially announced clayton but mike fleiss is tweeting out um photos like this where it's like jesse palmer and clayton all filming together and he's like and right. his thing um literally says whoopsie mike fleiss i hate mike like like, off the I can't. rails
1: I, I'm i like, why are we bringing such bro culture to the fucking Bachelor? Like, it's, whatever, retire. If I was Mike Fleiss, I would have retired five years ago. Um, And then Chris S sits down with Michelle and tells her that Nate is like, he doesn't even say, like, what he said about Nate, I was like, that isn't a bad thing.
2: Like, what is it? Yeah, Nate thinks he has it in the bag and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, sure, that's not necessarily. I don't. I think he's take he's taking that way out of context. Oh, he, like
3: he did, he did the slimiest thing you can do. Nate said a very appropriate thing. They gave the They give out the group date. Nate sees that he's not gonna have the one on one date. A producer looked at Nate and was like, "So, what do you think of that?" That's what. They, that's why they they all have a turn. What do you think of that? And his response is to go. You know, I've built a relationship with her. I think I'm doing pretty good. I think other yeah. people haven't built a relationship based on this part in the in the so and so game. Like, I think I'll get another one on one date at some point in the future. And then that is actually a reasonable thing to say in that moment. And yes. then what what Chris S does is he slime balls it mm-hmm. and he puts it under his slime ball wash and he's like he says he has it in the bag. And it sucks for Nate because he that it is a genius move. Nate can't really deny it because but it's, yeah. he, but it's, it's not the ex- if he says, "Well, that's not exactly what I said." He sounds even worse.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's also like a self-affirmation thing. I would feel like it's like if you're auditioning for something and you say to yourself like, I've got it, even though you're not sure that you do, but like, I'm like, it's fine. I've got it. Like, I'm not going to stress about it. I've got it. And in the back of my head, I'm like, maybe I don't have this, but like, like that was the, like you want to project some sort of confidence. Chris, even more than that. It's like, if you got like callbacks, this
3: is an open audition. Like Nate has gotten callbacks already on this season. He has gotten some affirmation that he's doing better than Chris S. Like you know, like I
1: mean, he has to be like, look at the situation, Chris. No one wants to have sex with uh, the fucking, you know. It's he's like the the you know when Charlie and the or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the cowboy kid. That's Chris. Oh yeah, (laughs) I do. (laughs) That's so weird. I compared um,
3: how Michelle, how she. She could have acted like Veruca Salt. I said that last night. And it's so <laughs> I want a to golden
1: t- goose now. Uh, Daddy. <laughs> um, it's my slumber party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and then Michelle talks to Nate about his intentions and... It seems to go pretty well. The thing that really got me was when Chris kept being like, she probed me, man. She probed me. She fucking probed me, man. No, Chris, I mean, Chris showed him. So He is such a douche. He, even
3: when Nate starts approaching him like a little bit, just like they're having an aggressive conversation. They're having a a argument. And then Nate like moves towards him and he's like, are you going to touch me? It's like, it, it, it is, his face just had do you know who my dad is? Like, I'm not going to call my lawyer energy. Uh And it's just like, that's his move. She probed me. He's a word changer. He's a slime ball. He, and and it's going to come out. I I mean, it was like, this is like one of those things, like, like you could tell there's like a, like, I don't really believe in this, but like, as far as like dude code and like bro code, like you could see all the other guys in the house. Like, do abide by some sort of code and this guy went outside of it yeah, and it's he's just like
1: common like human code i feel like yeah that yeah, he's, right. he's going against like shut up i um, really
2: liked chris mainly because he was hot at the beginning and now i just like can't all well, hotness is
1: when, gone, was he hot, kay, when he got out of the fucking bus he was hot when then? he looked like when he looked like chris evans a little bit that's was- <laughs> There's only
2: like a there was a brief like moment. Um he's but- like
1: episode one moment twenty one <laughs> twenty. He looked like Chris Evans for thirteen seconds. Uh I mean,
3: yeah. I mean he has the <sighs> you could even see even the thing where he's like, uh, Olu's like, Do you think you're gonna get a rose? And he's like, Do you why do you say that? They have that whole and then he's like, I'm gonna get my rose and I'm gonna wink at Olu and you're like he didn't even do that. Like he's just he's a scared kid. Yeah. yeah, he's a skis.
1: Um and then Romeo, Chris, G, and Will go home. Um
2: which I'm not that really surprised. It all about makes
1: sense. Yeah, it all yeah. made sense.
2: The eliminations at the beginning are all just very predictable. Like you know who's going home. And now I don't have to remember their names anymore, and here we are.
3: Yeah, I, I'm excited to buy Chris G's spoken word slam poetry album. <laughs>
1: Available on iTunes (laughs) You've been seen That's what it's called Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes The best film of the franchise What a wonderful day It's a jaw-dropping spectacle That demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible I need to go Hang on it is our time kingdom of the planet of the apes now playing only in theaters rated pg-13 some material may be inappropriate for children under 13 let's get into categories would you rather be the one without a shirt on at the pajama party or the one who's forced to wear a onesie 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 i
3: if i had to go shirtless to that party i would be crying the whole time
2: actually i love a shirtless moment i probably do i'd probably (laughs) say shirtless (laughs) and just some pasties
3: how about they make you go shirtless and then all of a sudden olu is like yeah let me just take off this onesie because i prefer shirtless like oh he was he is they say they call him swolu i love that (laughs)
1: that's so funny this Um, is now
3: a swolu stan (laughs) podcast (laughs) he's jacked up yeah he is
1: olu will be so good on paradise
3: oh an icon
1: he's gonna be great you're right
2: um okay would you rather let martin cut and style your hair or play a one-on-game basketball against
1: nate let Martin cut and style my hair. Any, I would let those hands run through my hair at any cost. <laughs> you know they're soft as anything. They've never picked up a, a tool in <laughs> their life. They've never done a day of labor <laughs> in their
3: life. I would let Martin cut my hair just to see what happens. Like, I can always shave it. Like, I think he would make... Maybe this would be my new style. Maybe this is the style I've been looking for my whole life.
2: <laughs> Somebody tweeted this picture and goes, This is Martin.
1: Oh, my what God. And is it's that? a picture
2: of Zac Efron. From a movie, but he has, like, slits in his beard, like, the grown-out blonde hair. Like, this is an exact replica.
3: Martin must be a pretty good groomer himself, because he has to keep up the haircut. Yeah, who's upkeeping that? that, Yeah,
1: I don't think he does have to upkeep it himself, because I've read things before that they have barbers and hairdressers there. If that's
3: the case, he he locked out. I thought there was a season, didn't, what was that guy that was on...
1: Where he was a barber and he was the
3: one giving out haircuts to everyone?
1: It was, um, he wasn't a Italian barber, guy. but I remember once we talked to Eric. Oh, Vinny. Vinny.
2: Vinny Vinsane from JoJo season.
1: Remember yeah. years ago we talked to Eric Bigger, is that his last oh, name? Oh yeah. And he was saying how there was like, the barber didn't know how to do black hair and so he had to do it himself. Of course so he didn't. So I'm assuming they still have barbers
2: and now Barbara has knows how to cut black hair. I'm dead.
1: So, um all right, Jared.
3: Uh, mine was be the Bachelorette's informant or a non-entity on the show. So, you're Chris S or your let's Casey. say Romeo who didn't really get or yeah, Romeo or Casey. Casey's gotten more time than I think you I can believe, but Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd rather be a nobody, honestly than be think, known for being a little bitch. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think I'd rather be a nobody.
3: Yeah, this isn't. This is like one of those reputation. Like you're not like Chad, the dude that like becomes a porn star. Like no one's like. Yeah, you know you you didn't go big enough. You went you know slimy, and it's like no one really kind of like sidles up to that. Like no one's really like liking that after.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Personal favorites. I said Olu Joe. You caught Joe's six-pack in that pajama set?
2: Oh, of course I did. Hello? <laughs> and Rodney. Mine, I'm going to go with you again. I'm going to go Olu. Brandon, hear mm. me out. I think she really likes him. I think he's like younger and kind of like fun. And um, I think she's super into him. And I, I kind of like him too. I mean, I've been like going on dates with like 25-year-olds and I'm like digging it
3: okay (laughs) really
2: yeah low-key what
1: what is what is to be dug Uh, i think it's just like
2: the attention they like love um
1: they're not dead inside yet
2: yeah Mm. and and like they're fun and they think uh i have like all this world experience like wow you have such an amazing job like you're incredible like i'm not impressed like i'm impressing them a lot but the guys that are my age they also have all these things or whatever and it's not as impressive, and I I like. <laughs> I'm down with it. You also and, uh, know who
3: you are a little bit more. I would think yeah. that that's a, you know, when at that age you they don't know who they are, and I'm sure the that's not to say like women just like everyone at that age doesn't know who they are. You meet someone who's you know, in their 30s, it's like you know what you don't like and what you like, and you're not yeah. afraid to say it to whoever it is, and that's like a I I could see that being very attractive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so Brandon, love, and then Joe, obviously, obsessive
1: Joe. Obviously,
3: see, I I did my top three based on like who I liked this episode, and I thought Olu was great. I thought Nate was great. I love the way he like just, hey man, let's go talk this out. Like I I really enjoy. He also kind of sounds like Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure a little bit. <laughs> um he's got like a yo bro, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also love Brian, the BMW guy. The guy who took them through the BMW experience. Yes. He just he looks so the opposite of Martin that it was like even funnier to me. He's like complete hey guys. <laughs> like it's just like, <laughs> please don't crash my cars. Uh I just like that guy. I'm I'm
2: glad none of us have Rick. We all have we're none of us have Rick, but I feel like he's still gonna make it pretty far.
1: But whatever. Yeah, I think you will too. Um, okay, cringiest moment. I said the Chris S. Risky Business montage.
2: I said Chris S. in general. Like, yeah. Everything about him now is just so, so cringy and punchable. And I will forever use the word dweeb. Um, shout out to Nate for saying it 30 times in one episode, but it is accurate.
1: Yeah. Jared, um,
3: I had Chris S uh, going for a kiss three different times. So, if oh, we yeah. count it, it was the he goes for the kiss on the the twister board. He kind of gets a peck, then he's talking with her, and you can see he does a little head push forward while they're on the couch because he thought a kiss was coming then he gets up to say goodbye and michelle legit i've never seen someone put their cheek into someone more like she showed, she was like i it is as if he was talking to her cheek and that yeah. was yeah she's really like bad. don't
1: fucking scrape off my makeup please mm-hmm. <laughs> hello um okay i think do we have a jared minute this week yeah
3: I have I have a minute, if if you don't mind. Um, I I would say I, I have a thought when I you know when I saw Michelle, it was interesting to me. Michelle gets asked by Caitlin, do you think they mean to be ignoring you? And Michelle was like, no. And I do agree with that. I don't think it was malicious that the guys were ignoring her on the PJ date. I have spoken to, much like you two, we have all spoken to these bachelor contestants, bachelorette contestants. The shocking thing to me when I've met them is they will always reference, oh, they cut out so many of my funny moments. They cut out so many of the hilarious things that happen in the house. And it's like, yeah, we're not tuning into the bachelor, bachelorette comedy experience. Yes, we're tu- thank we're you. tuning in to see hot people fail while falling in love. And, and and also a couple of hot people who don't fail. So this is what happened, and this is my assessment on the PJ date. These guys were given costumes, and they saw an opportunity to be funny, to be entertaining. And they were like, I'll get to Michelle later. It is important to all these men, as it's important to a lot of men out there to be considered funny and the middle of the show and the center of attention, especially someone who would – who would apply and self tape to go on the bachelorette. So it is interesting to me that these men chose being the funny guy because they're sitting with the bear and Rodney's eating popcorn with the bear and they're doing punching competitions. They chose moment over Michelle and not because they don't like Michelle, but because they liked being known as the funny guy more.
1: I agree.
2: I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, I was very, it felt like they were all very aware of the cameras during mm-hmm. the PJ date. Totally.
2: And it, it, again, like it's very mature of her to be like, to say, yeah, no, I don't think they were doing it on purpose. I would have been like, fuck yeah, these guys were ignoring me on purpose. They're piece- like, I would, she's very rational about things. And I really um, respect that about Michelle.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Totally. Um. Okay, who won the week? I said Chris S because he's the most annoying person on the show and he managed to stay. So I guess he did something right.
2: I said Tasha's red dress. Amen. That dress was like... <laughs> she walked out and it was only... It was for like a blip of a second that we saw that dress. No, I, would, it was like, yeah,
1: I literally watched it th- again today and like paused on the dress because you have to to, to see it's it so good i love it
3: i had rick and martin because they weren't on the group date they kind of escaped you know they'll never be seen as the guys who didn't give her enough attention especially rick you know rick is gonna look like like he moves ahead it, like he i thought he kind of Jumped many people because he wasn't on that group date, and he kind of lucked out. But like, oh yeah, that made that made him win the week. So, but I think they both win. Like Martin, you think Martin was going to be like, hey, can I steal you during the uh, during the build a bear date? No, he was going to do the same thing as the other guys. So, it is um, that by just by not being there, they won.
1: Yeah, totally. Facts, 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 amazing. All right, guys.
3: Can I make a brief announcement? Yeah, let's um, hear
2: it. What's going on?
3: I am gonna be on the Tonight Show tomorrow night. Wow! So, oh my god! Yeah. I I'm sorry. I'm a little bit uh, spacey. If you've noticed, I've been this kind of just happened um, last night. So, Jared, at, that's like, so great. Yeah, thank you. I'm very excited. Um, it's it was gonna be today or tomorrow. Um, literally found out last night at like midnight twelve thirty. like i like put my phone down for the night and they were like there was kind of a scheduling thing and somehow it opened up where i was the person they called and i they were like do you have a thing ready i was like sure Hell yeah so um uh, let's do it yes um so um to oh, be on yeah thursday night taylor swift is on the episode and it's veterans night oh yeah so and colin quinn who I, I love colin but i uh but taylor swift is like the big news
1: um Holy shit. i yeah, think you're so, the big
2: news taylor's like no, you know back burner you know
1: no but it's a fucking great episode to be on because wow it's a great episode
3: people will be tuning in so um i would love for everyone here to tune in and what if jared these, and
1: taylor swift meet and fall in love that and the next song is about me
2: Imagine
1: (laughs) he took too long of a poop every
3: day. You know, like it's just like (laughs) me being gross. (laughs) Okay. Give us
2: the details where to watch it, how to watch it.
3: I don't know. Watch the tonight show on Thursday night. And the, you know, these things all make my one ask of people is these things. And, you know, Chris, you know, this, they go onto YouTube and that kind of, and the comments section can be, um, its own beast in itself. So if you enjoyed, say something nice in the comments on the Tonight Show's page. That's always helpful and makes me feel good because I'm sure I'll read all the negative ones and, you know, hate myself. But I'm also like I'm very excited. And, you know, it's um this is also like a thank you to the audience here. It doesn't um, like, you know, it's um this is like been a three year process of trying to make this happen. And, you know, just by virtue of people enjoying this show and enjoying, you know, the things that we put out there, uh, this get, it, it pushes me into the front of mind. So it's because, you know, so thanks to everyone who listens. So, um, oh very God, so I'm very so excited. So Thursday night. So great. Jared. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very, we excited.
2: will definitely be tuning in. I will be your biggest stage mom fan all Thank over you. Instagram. Yeah. So um, I'll post yes, on bachelor sure, too. Yes. Thank and you. make sure you guys are posting about it. If you're watching tag, Jared, um, this will be great. Congrats, Jared. That's dope as fuck.
3: That's fun. so great. This is my first time announcing it. I literally, before we started, I've been like sending out all this stuff. But uh, yeah. It's, That's uh, amazing. I'm nervous. So we'll uh, hopefully no. it goes okay.
2: It'll be great. It'll
3: be
1: great.
2: Okay. So um, we will be back next week. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at BachelorPod. You can um, also subscribe to our newsletter, The Bachelor Breakdown. I'm at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. You can follow me at K-York City.
1: Me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm at Jared Freed.
2: And make sure you tune into the night show tomorrow. All right. We will see you guys later. Bye. Betches.